Hi, Beths. Hey, Beth. Dear Kiki. Dear Kiki. Desperate housewives. Doesn't want to marry you. Love you like I love you. Don't talk to yourself. Cheers, Beth. Cheers. Ill advised. This is ill advised. Hi, Beths. Hello. Hello and welcome. Welcome to Hell Advice. The podcast where two best friends tell you what to do when someone else already has. Like your boyfriend. And not your boyfriend. Because I don't have one. I thought that was going to be super offensive. <laughs> to who? Me? I was like, <laughs> not yours, bitch. <laughs> no shit. I'm living my best life over here. <laughs> that sucks to suck. Super- <laughs> Just kidding. I'm, I'm fucking crying dying. inside. I'm crying right now. <laughs> oh my god. I'm Ray. Uh, yeah, that's Biff. That's Stephanie. That's Biff. Yeah, I'm Biff. Too. Oh my god, am I red right now? Because I just laughed so hard. <laughs> I don't know. I have a giant light in my eyeball. <laughs> Me too. I can't really see. Oh yeah, are you red right now, Biff? Yeah. <laughs> am I? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> these lights aren't doing shit for my complexion. Oh, oh, I look great. Well, Speak you have makeup yourself. on. I have shiny. I'm all. I use makeup to look shiny. I look high. I'm not high. So welcome to the podcast. Yes. We are um, celebrating oh, one yeah. year. Happy anniversary, oh, Beth. One year of ill-advised. That doesn't seem... It's not possible. Doesn't seem like it's been a year. Yeah. And all we have to show for are these mics. <laughs> <laughs> and these great new ring lights. And ring lights. And our friendship. And oh, right. 20 years. Did and we, going. 40. 40 years now. Fuck it. I got enough grace for 40. Amen to that. You're bald. I'm bald. I lost it a long time ago. <laughs> I lost it very early on in our friendship, if that doesn't tell you anything. <laughs> uh, interesting, because I started getting grace around 18, 19 years old. See, mm. now that's when I start. Okay, we're good then. Mm. We're right on we're even playing field here. Even Steven. Fantastic. You want some wine? I do. Let's do this. My mouth's already dry from all this talking. Talking. Well, we have a Sauvignon Blanc. We have some Kim Crawford. Not Kim Crawford. <laughs> it just looks it's, like it. It's got this big old B in the front with a wolf underneath it. It actually looks like a wolf. You're not gonna, yeah, it's like upside down. It's a wolf. It looks like a sheep. Oh, it's a sheep. A lamb. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. Well, I really. I, I guess I didn't stop to look at it. You just assumed a wolf. Well, you know why, and I was gonna say, <laughs> it's so a wolf in sheep's it's clothing. So small, and it's, immediately it's, I was like, "That's not a wolf." It's a wolf in sheep's clothing. <laughs> Clearly. No, you know what? I, you're not gonna remember this, but back in the '90s, that um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, this literally looks like the logo from it, and there's a wolf that howls in the beginning. So I guess I was just your connecting. Brain just, yeah, yeah, that's actually just really funny. Really funny. Um, this, yeah. <laughs> so, um, you're welcome. And it's, you're welcome. It's, it's 2023, so now we can have 2022 wines. Ooh, <laughs> we like to keep up with the times. Yeah. Um, it's did I say it's called Bancro- Bancroft Estate Letter Series, and then it says single vineyard, whatever that means. Maybe they only make one grape. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it is. It, it is in a plethora of grapes plethora like bel-air we're not getting over that you know how many episodes ago that was Without and we're we still keep talking about i know it was horrid it's like they're getting great publicity from this no. podcast <laughs> everyone's like we need to taste how bad this is yeah. 
then everyone's falling in love with it because and then have, someone's right there's that one person like this is great yeah and we're and gonna it's get cheap. we're gonna get canceled for bad mouthing a winery <laughs> <laughs> that everyone ended up liking and nobody heard about except for us literally the back says when you're on the flip side of the world you can't help but think of think a little differently and luckily we did we founded the famous marlboro wine region oh what My favorite. they founded it I know, they right next to Nether. No, this is just a 2022 wine. <laughs> <laughs> Your genius is showing, Beth. It always is. Okay, good. Um, but we didn't stop there. We explored the most premium vineyards within Marlboro, focusing on the southern side of the Wairau Valley. This mm-hmm. single vineyard expression, Sauvignon Blanc, reveals intense passion fruit and white peach flavors with a savory complexity. Yum. Yum. This exceptional wine can be cellared for three to five years, and it's the perfect match to shellfish, other seafood, and moments to savor. Oh, like our one year of podcasting. Cheers. Let's try this biatch. It smells excellent, by the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Uh, Biff, you know what this means, right? <sighs> I know. You're going to be really upset. This beats Oyster Bay. Yeah, it does. It beats Oyster Bay by a long by a landslide. And it was Holy only eleven ninety nine. This is amazing. Yeah. It's like a You can taste every fruit they said. Seltzer, but like wine. Without seltzer. Yeah. It's really nice. It's yeah, it's fucking like, amazing. It's like the passion fruit truly. Yeah. But, but like wine. Right. <laughs> That's some horse shit. Do you have more than one bottle of this? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I think I'll have to stock up for my cellar. Yeah. And my home. That's, That's really cool. impressive. I'm so sorry, Oyster Bay. So impressive. You've been dethroned. Mm-hmm. You're just going to keep bringing me bottles every week? Yeah. Love ya. Yeah, you buy dinner, I'll buy wine. Deal. <laughs> oh, that was so easy. Because I'm just going to cook for you, and then there goes that. Well- <laughs> No way, bitch. I taught you how to cook. You're doing great. Actually, I am. Thank you so very much. shut the fuck up. I'm going to go right into check-ins. Yeah. How you doing, Beth? Checking these nuts. Check- <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up you? and tell me how you're doing. Uh, good. Good. I did think about it. Yeah. I have, I've been a little bit irritable uh-huh. lately, like more than my normal. Like the bowel syndrome? Yes, it feels <laughs> that way. I'm just know. a walking bowel syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, sure. <laughs> we'll just go with it. Okay. You asked. I, I did. That's know. my own fucking fault. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I've been on the upswing of the mental health spectrum. Oh, good. Are you still not But like, maybe getting... in like the mania category. <laughs> oh so you're manic i feel it what do you mean i feel manic sometimes it's like, like sometimes how? i'm just like just a friggin tasmanian devil like just wake up and can you please do it don't stop. the sound the tasmanian because I, <laughs> I just pictured your head spinning around your shoulders i know my headphones are gonna fly off though <sighs> and then other times i'm like Meh. Dishes in the sink for three days. Meh. <gasps> Dirt piles are still on my kitchen floor. 
meh. Hmm. You know what I mean? I wish I saw would maintain that level of composure when I saw dishes in the sink or dirt on the floor. Yeah. I'm picking my battles though. <laughs> when some you lose. I look for the ones hitting the red zone. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So you doing good? I'm better. Still like still in kind of like that place where I'm like trying to figure out like what I want to do with my life. It's kind of like a I've been focusing a lot on our podcast and like the business end of it mm-hmm. because I kind of, in, I really enjoy like producing it and spending my time in front of the computer doing something I want to do rather than sitting at doing. a computer doing like, I'm yeah. good at my job and I, I like my job, but like, it's a job, it's a job right? and it's not a passion. You know what I mean? Right. Or like. It's a, I mean, it's a passion, but it's not. It's a whole fucking. It's a job. It's a job. Um, but I would love it if this was our full time job. Oh my god. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like things like this, and all like, we had to worry about, right, is recording, right, <laughs> and producing, being on, right, being or, on top of this versus being our, on top of this and everything else, right. And yeah. like, I don't know if our listeners know though, by some of the past quality of our podcasts, like we're self-produced, you know? So we don't have anybody out there doing our sound engineering and all that stuff. And I've been learning how yep, to do that. Yeah, that's all you, BF. Yeah, like, and in it's it's an escape for me. It's kind of mental. It's kind of like reliving our podcast though. Like, honestly, I don't know how many more times I can listen to our intro. I just want to kill myself. Um, I still like it. I know, it's, <laughs> it's a great intro, but I've heard it way too many times, way more than the number of episodes that we have. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. So, um, yeah. I mean, that's it, a long-winded way to say, like, I'm good everywhere else, and now I'm just trying to find some fulfillment. Mm. I think I'd like some enlightenment. Maybe that's the right way to put it. I like to feel a little enlightened. There you go. Yeah. So that is a good way to put it. Otherwise, I'm good. Because at first I was like, you're a little too old to be. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. Aren't you in school? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> You're a little too because old. Because I figured out what I want to do with my life. <laughs> Asshole. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> uh, whatever. You have questions this week, and I'm going to drink this wine. I do. Where are we I going do. this week? We are at torontolife.com. Mm. Urban diplomat. Ooh, welcome back, rural Democrat. Yes. I'll never get it right the first time. Yes. This time I was just being an ignorant bitch. Yes. Wow. (laughs) Okay, go on. Okay, dear urban diplomat, how do I excuse myself from saying grace without offending my boyfriend? You look him straight in the eye and you say, Dear urban diplomat, (laughs) I started dating a wonderful man who is Christian. I'm agnostic, but I respect his faith and understand that it brings him comfort. The only thing that bothers me is that he likes to say grace in restaurants. Every time he closes his eyes, puts his head down, and takes my hand, I want to crawl under the table. I'm thankful to the chefs, not our Heavenly Father, for preparing the food. How can I get out of this ritual without offending him? Are you looking up agnostic right now? I was. Thank you. What is it? I um, was partially right, and I'll explain it to you. Um, A person who believes that nothing is known or can be known of the existence of nature, of God, or anything beyond material phenomena. So I just, I just thought somebody that like never claimed a belief, which is true. That's part of it. But somebody who's just like, I can't, it's not an atheist 
because there's still a belief there. But agnostic is just like, almost go with the flow. Like this stuff is here. I want to say almost scientifically, but it's not even that. They just never claimed a, a proper belief. They just don't care where we came from or how we started. They, they just don't. They've come to terms with not knowing. Maybe we're from monkeys. Maybe we're from the Big Bang. Maybe we're from Jesus himself. But I don't give cage. a flying monkey fuck. Okay, sounds like a personal preference. Yeah, well, <laughs> sure. I think all religion and non-religion is. Yep. But yes. <laughs> Um, I didn't want to be offensive. I think preference covered that. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so how does she get out of St. Grace? Uh, Specifically at restaurants? I think so, because she they said, how can I get out of this ritual without offending him? I think this is one of those questions where you're kind of, you can balance like um, human interest and common courtesy in a way. And I'm talking out of my ass because definitely over the holidays when my brother said to say grace, I kept my head up and just like stared him down. So <laughs> because I'm so agnostic. So you, so you didn't gracefully bow out. <laughs> I did. No. You're no. not agnostic. I was disdainfully you're like, disapproving. <laughs> right. You're like almost atheist. I'm almost atheist. Yeah. I believe in not believing. <laughs> um I think this one requires us kind of zooming out a little bit because there is some language in there that kind of hints at, or actually it's pretty blatant that there's a lot of embarrassment there of doing it in public. Like there's no, there's nothing in there that says like, I'm embarrassed about doing it at home or I'm embarrassed about this and that. So I, I'm inclined to believe that there's no issue with the prayer or saying grace itself. And mind you, I'm not somebody who's religious at all. I'm like happy to bow out of a grace talk unless... And just bow out of a grace. Yes. You're also I'm gay. falling out of grace. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and so I've never touched a grace. <laughs> Ew, gross grace. Ew, gross grace. To me, the idea that she's only mentioning like trying to like hide under. Yeah, specifying restaurants. Yeah. It's, it's an embarrassment thing. I don't think it's a bowing out of grace thing. So I think it's the wrong question or it's the wrong example. If it's an actual grace thing, you, you want to bow out of the ritual in general, then the conversation is talking about belief and really like affirming or setting up what belief, what role belief plays in your relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, is it important to your partner? It's not important to you. What does that mean going forward? If you have children, what's the expectation? Yeah, Can I go too deep into this? Yeah, I'm way too yeah. sober. <laughs> yeah, you're way out of time. <laughs> oh my we're God. Not, we ain't talking about possible children. But we're you know what I'm saying? Saying grace at a restaurant. But, but that's what I, I think that's what I'm getting at is that like, if you haven't talked about it yet and how you'd raise future children, this is where this conversation is going to go in my, in my, like, that's what I feel. Like, well, my religion's really important to me and I expect that my future children will be like, whoa, 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 whoa. We've never talked about kids. Now let's talk about kids. You know, I think that this is like a natural trajectory for that type of conversation because religion is embedded in roots. You know what I mean? It's right. it's familial a lot. In, in some cases, not. You know, um, so that's that's kind of like the first facet that I'm thinking about. Where um, so your specific answer is? Well, it, it's it's not me getting specific yet. <laughs> My, my long-winded So we're just approach. talking about children? Well, no. <laughs> what I'm saying is like... I guess I, you just lost me I, a little I bit. Know, I, I went further into it, but what I'm saying is 
you know, if the situation is agnostic versus Christian, and you're trying to explain the situation, your situation, your lack there of belief to your partner who is very much a believer, that question about whether or not what's, you know, like what the importance of religion or non-religion in your relationship is going to come up naturally, I feel like. You know what I mean? Mm. Because you're literally talking about your partner praying at a restaurant every time you guys go out to eat or praying at home. If we're talking religion, then it's every time that they stop and pray. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I feel Mm -hmm. like this is going to have like a natural trajectory. What's the place in your relationship? What does it look like if we get married? What does it look like if we have kids? Like going down the road. So there's going to be a little bit of a compromise there. But flip side, if the conversation is, I'm embarrassed that you're taking my hand and we're bowing our heads at fucking Denny's. Right. You know, then that's a look within you. Why are you embarrassed? Right. Why, like, why aren't you um, making, you know, more of an effort to be okay with it if it's important to your partner? You know, maybe they've already had the conversation about religion and whatever, and they're okay with it. But if well, it's specific yeah, it to- says, I respect his faith and understand that it brings him comfort. Comfort. Yeah. The only thing that bothers me is that he likes to say grace in restaurants. Yeah. And if- but she wants to bow out of the 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 tradition or the act altogether. How can I get out of this ritual without offending him? Yeah. If I mean, do you think it's just based on the restaurant? Yeah, because they specify. The only issue is that it bothers me when he says grace in restaurants. Oh, I guess when I heard ritual, I'm thinking like bowing and saying grace general. every time. Yeah. Every time you eat. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, maybe that was long-winded for that. <laughs> So now I understand what you're saying. It's the word ritual just to me means all encompassing. It doesn't mean like, you know, the one instance that you pray. Yeah, it says this ritual. Oh, well, I I don't know, Beth. Hey, you you made some really great points. Great, guys. Don't get married to Christians if you're agnostic. It's not going to (laughs) happen. They think God, you think whatever. (laughs) So that's funny you say that because my response was like, who cares? Just sit there for 12 seconds while he says his prayer and then eat. Why is it that huge of a deal for you that you need to figure out a way to like get out of it? You know what I mean? Versus just sitting there for 12. I mean, are you eating out three times a day with this guy? And how long is it literally taking you to say grace? 10 seconds? Right. Thank you, Lord, for this food. And she's like, thanks, Big Bang. Right. (laughs) She's like, thanks, old Bessie, for this steak. You know what I mean? I don't. Although I was raised Christian and I do like pray and stuff, I don't sit down at dinner tables and say grace and I don't right. say grace at restaurants, but I do have that, I guess, background or that, you know, general belief. But I also, I don't know, I guess what, like what you mentioned in the beginning, like what are you embarrassed about? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, just what feels- is that really? It, that to me, it just feels like because you don't care. It seems I'm guessing it. You don't care when he's saying grace at home. You know what I mean? Because you literally said right. the only thing is that he says grace in restaurants. So what do you think people are like? Oh my God, that girl believes in Jesus, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm I'm almost thinking like if you kind of zoomed out and someone asked you about it and you said, oh, we were saying grace, they'd be like, oh, that's what you were doing. Right. (laughs) Like it's stupid for you to worry about. Right. Like people aren't like, oh my God, everybody stop eating. Table 12, 
they're holding hands and have their head their down. Their heads are down. They they have to be saying a prayer to Jesus himself. Amen. Can I have an amen? Somebody call 911. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to start singing. <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, yeah, I mean, same, but same. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just, if it's That's that huge of an issue Denny's. for you, like, dang, <laughs> we've been in Denny's. At two in the morning. Nobody is going to know that your head is That's down because true. you're saying a prayer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to be clear, they didn't mention Denny's, right? No. I was just using it as an example. <laughs> that was the first thing that popped into my head. But yeah, I would be curious to know why you're so bothered about that. Yeah, I feel like it's... it's. But then again, if you are so bothered by that, then maybe it is a conversation that needs to be had. It's, maybe he, he maybe he can meet you halfway, and instead of holding hands and bowing your head, he could just say a simple "Thank you, Lord, for this meal," without make you know, without the traditional aspects. What is to like it. the traditional grace? Like I, I honestly don't know. And my brother, when he like my brother is just. Um, I almost want to call him like born again, even though like I don't mean, I don't know how many times you can be born again. Um, is there a limit? No. Like, I I don't feel like there's any structure to the way my, my brother has said grace. And, you know, when he's teaching his kids to say grace, they're just like looking down for a second with their eyes closed and bowing their heads, not looking down with their eyes closed, but bowing their heads. (laughs) Right, right. And they just go grace or amen. And then they, you know, like kind of instilling the traditional, the tradition in them, like, you know what to expect right, right, right. um but when we did it for like thanksgiving or christmas i don't know what it was like i just kept my head up like a big fucking rebel because i don't know i feel like i can't accommodate anyone because you're unholy com- communion yes and, <laughs> literally <laughs> um and it doesn't feel like there's you know like thank you for this food thank you for this family like what what are the components it doesn't feel like there's anything so for like very... me like my family my mom kept it pretty simple like just acknowledging like thank you lord for this like that we have food that we're able to eat and then she would usually like and for the hands that prepared it and like that was literally it so for her she's thank you for like, me <laughs> <laughs> pretty much <laughs> thank you lord for maybe the people who butchered the cow just Bessie's yeah, murderers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it literally was just like, just a, like, we're grateful for being able to eat right now. So it's not this like long winded. No. Yeah. See, no, it's just so very, interesting. like just an acknowledgement of we're grateful and we're aware that we have food to eat right now that mm-hmm. many other people can't come sit at their table and just prepare a meal and eat. Like, it's not that simple for them. Okay. So well, that, for and us, that makes total like, sense. We're just acknowledging that, like, God is providing. We're able to come sit at this table and make this big, huge meal or small meal or whatever. We're just able to come sit down and eat when we're, when we're hungry. Okay. Like, that's how my family was, you know, my mom being Christian, that's kind of where we're coming from. It's like, we wouldn't be able to come do this without God. So you weren't talking about, like, it wasn't a worship moment. It was gratitude. Yeah. It wasn't like at church where, you know, you guys are far from Catholic. Um, right. At least based on my experience. And so it wasn't like coming down into the pews and kneeling down on the pads and, 
you know no it's just like, like lord we're aware that look i can walk again no <laughs> no that's on saturday nights <laughs> that was not a <laughs> that was saturday night oh my god at but... the church down the street <laughs> that's funny shit um but yeah it just for for christians and like christians that i grew up around and that i'm aware of it's not like these big um traditional like you know the uh catholics have their rosaries and like their specific prayers and stuff like we don't really have that um yeah they're like scripted prayers and yeah we don't we just I have can't like, say i know them i just went up and took communion after i never took communion <laughs> we'll talk about that later <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so yeah for me it's like just a simple like thank you lord that i'm able to be eating this food right now and like amen so i guess that's why my answer is like why is it that serious for you it's not like he's doing like this whole you know laying out rosary beads and lighting a candle and like laying a blanket on the floor and kneeling over and you know so you would agree then like the first part should be like why is this embarrassing for you yeah like is it that huge of a deal for you to just sit there for literally seconds before you eat your food yeah unless he's like going on some entire like sermon oh absolutely imagine like a 20 minute thing just to eat the fucking cold chicken leg on top of your table (laughs) my mom's side of the family that's kind of what their church is like is it really oh my god <laughs> those are like they're not just devout christians though like isn't That's there like, are, i was gonna say like there are Lutheran. they different are they sects i really i don't know what the terminology is um i, I don't know branches <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know. do you do you use the christian bank at like <laughs> this plaza or the one across town right right um yeah right. i don't it's like Lutheran and Protestant. Protestant. I think that's what, no, my family's more Baptist, I think. Yeah. My mom's side. Although my mom says she's Catholic, but I think she just, you know. Just believes in God. Yeah, she confuses me. Moms are supposed to. (laughs) Okay, great. Excellent. Um, Anyway, should I get to the response? Yeah, I I was just going to say, can we get the answer to this one so we can move on Um, from Jesus? You have to give your new beau credit for having the courage of his convictions. A less committed person would nix the public prayer for the sake of conformity. And if he's that devout, he's this is likely one of the several rituals he'll introduce you to. Say goodbye to Sunday sleep-ins. And... It's perfectly reasonable to opt out of the practices that make you squirm, especially when the relationship is fledgling. Explain your feelings, but focus less on your embarrassment and more on your sense of fakery when you pray. Your spiritual doubts are as valid as his beliefs. Let him know that when the two of you go out for dinner, you like to keep things secular. If he's as wonderful as you say, he'll understand. If not, it's best you part ways now before you end up married and arguing arguing over whether or not to send your kids to a Bible camp. Oh. Hello, Beth. Oh, I touched on that. Shit. Hello. So the part of it that I, I didn't like, actually, there's a lot of that response I didn't like. There was a part in that response that said, focus not on your embarrassment but on the sense of fakery uh focus less on your embarrassment and more on your sense of fakery when you pray yeah um 
I don't, I don't get that this is somebody who's pretending uh, to it, go it, along uh, with the prayer. It's not, ju- not just, yeah, it's not somebody who's pretending. Like they pretend at home. If it was a sense of fakery, it would be something like I can't imagine it being limited to restaurants, right? If you're praying at a restaurant, you're praying. Yeah, at that's home. what I said. You're praying in the break room. Yeah, you know, that's what I said. So, so like to me, they're it like that sense of fakery. It's like a cop out. It's bullshit. No, you're. It's okay for you to be embarrassed. Let's put that out there. Embarrassment is a normal human feeling. What does that stem from, Beth? Embarrassment? Yeah. Is that a secondary or a tertiary? <laughs> I knew you were going to fucking laugh at tertiary. I like the a word third. tertiary. It makes me think of a tish. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the specific happy, sad, angry. Yeah. Like, how does that work when it comes to embarrassment? Good question. Okay, great. We'll come back to that yeah. someday. Yeah. Guys, stay tuned. Maybe within the next 50 episodes, we'll address this shit. <laughs> Not likely, because I don't have my notebook to write this down. That's true. So I actually have that answer sooner than we thought. Oh, my God. Google? Yeah. Oh, shit. Is it the top answer? Happiness, surprise, contempt, sadness, fear, disgust, and anger. Are those all primary emotions? I didn't know there were that many. These are the seven basic human emotions. I did not know that that was like... Wait, did you say fear in that? Yes. Okay, so it doesn't mean primary. It just means like... These are the basic feelings that we have. Okay. So the five basic emotions, anger, fear, sadness, disgust, and enjoyment. I guess the this says the four core emotions is fear, anger, joy, and sad. Oh, fear is a primary. Yeah. So, okay. So embarrassment probably stems from fear fear of embarrassment fear of like oh my god people are looking at me fear of judgment judgment right fear of not fitting in fear of yeah okay that's my guess okay i haven't gotten to that chapter in my psychology book yet (laughs) but it it makes sense right it makes sense so yeah i i think this is more of an embarrassment thing I don't know if that's where yeah, we're going in all of this. Possibly. Because we've been on I, some tangents. I totally am following you. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking maybe the urban diplomat was saying like, just to kind of be cautious of how you're presenting it. So mm-hmm. you, so it doesn't feel like maybe an attack or like, you know, so oh, maybe they're okay. just, yeah, yeah. I, I could be saying. wrong, but I definitely am following what you're saying also. So maybe they're just saying like, hey, you know, instead of being like, oh my God, like this is super embarrassing. And then offending your partner, you can make it just look more like, oh, like I'm totally fine with it. But like, according to my religion. Right. You know, for right, me, right, that right. feels fake. Okay. I don't know. I'm just, no, that but, was what but I that's got That's actually from very, it. that's a good, I see what you're saying there. Yeah. Okay. Who knows? Who Urban knows? diplomat, write us. Rural Democrat. <laughs> New Amsterdam. New Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> have you like, been watching <laughs> i'm not caught up i have not been watching ever since we started watching it's, together <laughs> it's so good is it okay it is. that's we digress yes next yeah please can we do something about that hopefully we uh this next one will be a little bit more fun less thought provoking forget it <laughs> dear urban diplomat 
My neighbor is a peeper. <laughs> I saw you I'm so sorry. That while I was saying that, sigh. So my neighbor is a peeper. Yes. Jeepers, peepers. Way Where'd you get, get those, those creepers? creepers. <laughs> okay, you win. My neighbor is a peeper. How do I make him stop? Dear Urban Diplomat. The houses on my street are close together, and my kitchen looks directly into my neighbor's. I regularly use goddamn L words. <laughs> L Y words. Yeah. Regularly. I regularly <laughs> <laughs> catch him, catch the husband peering into my house while he's doing the dishes. Once he was watching my TV. I could see him mouth. I could see him mouthing the answer to a Jeopardy question. Oh my we God. Made eye contact a couple of times. How do you? He must have had it on on his TV because she was watching it. I don't know. Uh, We've made eye contact a couple of times. He looks away quickly as though I didn't just bust him. It's harmless, but I'd like to, but I'd like it to stop. Should I speak to him about it? Signed kitchen confidential. (laughs) I like this question. I like this question too. Okay. This is not really something that I got from this, but maybe a if little bit. If you're both standing you in think, windows. Do you think she likes it? Do, <laughs> no, she said I'd like it to stop. No, do you think she... No, listen, I would write to an advice columnist just for them to fucking pick my answer. Do you want her... Ah. <laughs> uh, do you think that maybe... I mean, she's been at that window a couple of times, and she stood there long enough to see him mouthing, mouthing Jeopardy. Constantinople. Like Constantinople, I sort of I said that wrong. I don't even know what it is. So it's for me, it's right. It, but like, do you think that maybe I don't know why a part of me felt like, girl, you like it. So my first thing was like, shut your curtain. Did you say he was married? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. A part of her kind of likes it. Yeah, because shut your fucking curtain shut or walk the fuck away. But also, on the other side of that is why should someone change their lifestyle to accommodate someone's um, indiscretions? Well, my other question was, if you're both standing, if you guys have windows that directly face each other that happen to be over the kitchen sink, and you guys happen to be washing the dishes at the same time, why is that creepy and weird and invasive for you? I would like put signs. I'd like have a sticky pad next to me so I can be like, fuck these dishes. <laughs> or your answer was wrong on Jeopardy. So you, know you wouldn't mean? find it weird that every day, like all of a sudden, every day your neighbor is washing dishes at the same time you are. I don't feel like it was all of a sudden. I kind of get that just because of the nature of the question. I regularly catch the husband peering into my house while he's doing the dishes. Like, where else is he going to look? Well, we don't know that they're... That's a technicality. But I was going to say, we don't know that their kitchens are facing facing each yeah, other, right? The houses on my street are close together, and my kitchen looks directly into my neighbor's. Okay. So, directly yeah, into my neighbor's kitchen. kitchen. But then he mouthed Constantinople. Because where else is he going to look when he's washing dishes? Do you think he's watching Jeopardy at I the same time I think this is zero is? creepy. Really? For me, it's like... He's not like doing one of these where he's like pulling the shirt down to show the nipple she almost in hopes that MP. like <laughs> in hopes that like you follow suit. You know what I mean? He's mouthing a fucking Jeopardy answer because your guys' 
kitchens literally stare at each and other. And there was no mention of eye contact, right? We've made eye contact a couple of times. He quickly looks away as though I didn't just bust him. You're looking at him too. You're looking at him. That's why I'm like, you this might This is what like I'm saying. It. Like the windows, where else are you guys both going to look? Like if you really feel that he's creepy and. Shut the curtain. Yeah. Shut, shut the, well, but that, that I go back to like, you shouldn't need to accommodate somebody You're else's. the one feeling uncomfortable. He mouthing a Jeopardy answer isn't like, oh my God, this guy is watching me while I sleep. All right. I'm about to use my favorite reference. This is a Lifetime movie. Right. And she's just like, oh, he's not a creeper. Let me close my curtain because I feel uncomfortable. But then like one day he breaks into the house and he's like, let's go to pound town. And she's like, no. She's like, no, you didn't even get the Jeopardy answer, right? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> That's her complaint. <laughs> Once he was watching my TV, I, I saw him mouthing the answer to a Jeopardy question. You didn't say it was wrong. Like. She wouldn't be able to tell he was mouthing it if it was wrong. Okay, but like, what else is the man going <laughs> to fucking watch? I don't Just like you're seeing him, he's seeing you. Yeah. If you're not looking at him, you wouldn't be noticing these things. Do you think it would be inappropriate for her to like maybe This feels super bring Karen. It up? This is like, so Karen. But do you think it would be inappropriate for her to like kind of bring it up like, "Hey, I just wanted to make sure we were on the same page." Like, you know, I've I've noticed you at the kitchen at the same time as I was and, you know, I just wanted to make sure that bring this is like a platonic what? situation. <laughs> what makes you feel like it's not I don't know. I think she's. I think she's okay. The, what would to you feel do the way that she feels? Your apartment. I would like it. My fucking nipple would be freed. <laughs> right. But you just I the think, how the place that you lived at just happened to have your you and your neighbors have the exact same setup in the house. So your kitchen and your kitchen windows are directly facing each other. Of course, your guys are going to see each other. I think that she's caught him looking away. What would you do? Is my question. Well, if I was in her position and yeah. I caught him looking away at any time that I looked, then I would be a little suspicious. Um, what is and, he going to sit there staring at you while he's scraping out last well, night's spaghetti Well, she's not. She's not saying that every time he's doing dishes. She just said she's caught him creeping, and then she's looked and he's quickly looked away. Well, it says while he's doing the dishes. Oh, while he's. doing I the regularly dishes. catch the husband peering into my house while he's doing the dishes. Oh. That's what I'm saying. What else is he going to do? Why Why am I hearing different things? I don't know. I need help. <laughs> I need to drink this wine. <laughs> I. You know what? What I would do is I would seek therapy. <laughs> That's my favorite response. But not for them, for me. I'd keep a small little chalkboard. So I could be like, fuck you, a-hole. You're wrong. <laughs> that wasn't <laughs> even the right answer. <laughs> it's Istanbul. I don't see that's not like there's not like he's he flashed her or he made any type of like if I'm staring at somebody and they look at me I'm gonna like oh shit and look away you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like that's super normal so if this guy's only view he has is into your fucking window yeah like he's gonna look and if you're trying to catch him staring at you he's gonna look away Something, something, and I'm sure about he was this. probably trying to cut the awkward tension yeah, by giving you the Jeopardy contact, answer. Weird thing, but like, like the awkward eye contact. I'm trying to make it playful. We're both staring at each other while we're doing our dishes because we can't help 
that our kitchens are directly I, facing each other. I just so I'm just gonna answer your Jeopardy question. Like I'm not trying to bang you, Karen. I'm just trying to make you feel less of a Karen. Just, just you know me. I am a cynic. I don't believe in coincidences. I always believe that something happens for a reason, right? So the only thing that I can't play into with your response is that Jeopardy question. Because it's like, what are the real odds you, like... Her TV, I'm assuming, is somewhere directly behind her. So if he's washing the dishes and looking around like normal people do and sees a big, huge... You know what I mean? Yeah, but assuming not, I'm like, are you watching the same Jeopardy or are you being a psycho creepy stalker? Or maybe he can just perfectly see her television. I don't know. I feel like Jeopardy. I think what I'm just saying (laughs) is like, I would feel a little creeped out too. I mean, I don't know that I would necessarily do or say anything. I'd just be a little skeptical about the whole situation. So what would you do? Shut your curtain? Well, that's what I say. Like, that's why I'm saying, like, I don't know that I would say or do anything. I would just, I would look at it and be like this is wash your dishes strange. like this no i have a dishwasher <laughs> <laughs> i'm washing no dish yeah i don't i this one's a little hard for me because i i'm just thinking from the perspective of like oh we ignored another woman and that bothers me or, just or we ignored a karen thank may, god <laughs> maybe maybe but karen's still a woman and i'm just saying like we ignored another woman but she's clearly doing the same thing in return well yeah uh, no i'm not disagreeing with you in that well, respect I'm just like saying, we're kind we're of seeing that we're seeing that woman who's doing it's uh, what i'm saying is it's just a feeling it's not something to like talk me out of or talk me into it's just like yeah no I'm she's just, a she's I'm a woman who's complaining about somebody who could be potentially stalking way. her and i'm like we've seen this story before like, oh, he's not stalking you. He's just whatever. And then, like, he's stalking. Oh, you're dead. Oh, you were right. That's just, it's a scenario that plays in my head. I'm going way too deep into it. I know. Yeah. But, like, maybe I'm not. Maybe she's she didn't read the response to this answer, is what I'm saying. <laughs> just putting it out there. I hope you did. <laughs> the response to this question. I know, bitch. I know. I'm, I'm just going to read the Can answer. Can you please? Ah, if you're observing your neighbor so closely that you can read his lips, perhaps you're as guilty of gawking as he is. Mm -hmm. Counter peeping aside, there is an easy time-honored fix, and it doesn't involve a doorstep dust-up. Blinds. If you're worried about blocking out the sun, get one-way view panels or layer a few sheer curtains. You'll send your message and break him out of his staring habit. So when you dare to draw the blinds now and again, he'll be less inclined to look. Maybe you will be too. So everything I said. Yeah, like I said, I wasn't disagreeing <laughs> with you. I was just like, oh, we didn't, like, I don't know. I'm such a yeah, feminist this, sometimes that I know, like- but I'm also a woman who's like telling you- But not a feminist, <laughs> for the record. <laughs> No, I, I, I'm not saying like it's wrong or, or it goes one way or I just, the other. I was I'm just, kind of at the place of like, you're literally seeing him mouthing answers. Like mm-hmm. you're, that's not just a happen glance. Yeah, no, no, no. You know I don't, so I'm not saying I was like, disagree with you or your perspective. I'm just, I'm very sensitive to that. And I, I don't know, maybe it's not a secret. I've told this story on the podcast before, but like, 
my mom wasn't somebody to be taken advantage of, you know, mm-hmm. with the whole baseball bat thing. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm sensitive to it because of that. You know what I mean? Like I'm almost like, I'm like, oh, the police are going to ignore you. We should look into this. <laughs> we're not the police, but we're ill-advised and we're going to look <laughs> into this. You know what I mean? Like I, I just, the the ignoring of women in situations like this is just so historically common in our culture in America and not just women, but other represent underrepresented groups that I, I think, and also my line of work, what I do, I think. Yeah, I just got zero creepy picture. vibes. Like this is just, you guys live in a area that your houses all face each other. And yeah. like, yeah, I just got defensive. I think that's, that's it. I just yeah. got defensive of her, which I don't know if it's right or wrong, but I just did. I don't so. think there is a right or wrong. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get out of this dark one. Dark for me, light for you. I was going to say, I feel like <laughs> just, you're the one who keeps turning this gray these area. Into, like, <laughs> I know. I don't know. Like, Listen, super. I don't know what's going on with Bancroft Estate Sauvignon uh, Blanc, but I'm very introspective right now. Yeah, I don't. And think I can it's smell the, line, the roast but... in the other room, and I just need to hurry these around along. Uh, amen to that. All right, dear Urban Diplomat, my neighbors use our back alley for more than just access. <laughs> Let's, Which back alley? Let's see Theirs what you can turn this one into, <laughs> Dear Urban Diplomat, I'm sick and tired of my neighbors using the back alley like it's an extension of their property. Their kids sell lemonade and play ball hockey back there. Ball hockey? <laughs> I've never heard. They, this is in Canada, so <laughs> ball hockey. I'm sorry. AKA lemonade and ball. This is literally not what I thought. Not even close. Nope. Not Go even ahead. close. Uh, kids this is how they fucking get people to read this. And shit. one family, re- yes. And one family recently hosted a wedding reception <laughs> in their backyard that spilled into our alley. I think it's dangerous and irritating. Alleyways should be used for access, and that's it. What can I do to stop them? Neighborly naysayer. Go ahead, Biff. <laughs> Go ahead. We ain't, we ain't ignoring no Karens today. <laughs> what the fuck am I supposed to say? I don't um, know. Actually, here's an idea. How fucking dare you put a misleading headline on this fucking question? It wasn't misleading. My neighbors use our back alley for more than just access. To me, it was like they're using my back alley to hit someone else's back alley. Yeah, that was your own thought process. (sighs) This wasn't misleading. Am I the only one that went there? No. Why do you think I chose this (laughs) question? misleading. (laughs) I thought this was going to be drugs and sex workers. No, I was just making a joke about this being misleading, but... Oh, I definitely. This I is can't. why I chose this question. Fa- I, I don't know if you can see lemonade and ball hockey. <laughs> God damn hockey. it, neighbors! Ball hockey sounds like ball what hockey. they would say in Canada for like sex. Ball hockey <laughs> because they're big on hockey, like tonsil hockey. Like yeah, but like ball they're playing hockey. ball hockey. Is that like gay sex? <laughs> ball maybe, hockey, maybe because it is. There's Ask Colin the, tonight if he wants to play ball hockey. Oh my god, I. I don't have. Come on, I, Biff. My cheeks hurt because I'm <laughs> my, trying not to my laugh. Dear, yeah, my jaw hurts a little bit, uh, and not from playing ball not hockey. Not from playing ball hockey. 
<laughs> their kids sell lemonade and play ball hockey. And a family recently hosted a wedding reception in their backyard that spilled into the alley. Okay, so it's I think not, it's dangerous and irritating. It's not their alley. The back alley, yeah. I'm sick of the neighbors using the back alley like it's an extension of their property. And then I'm going to use my second favorite response. Shut <laughs> the fuck up. <laughs> shut. Agreed. F- shut. Go. Go. Call your. Call, what are they the call, you? call your hairdresser. Get your fucking haircut from the fucking nubbin on the back of your head down to your chin. I want that angle. I need that haircut. And then I want you to go to Target, ask for a manager. And then when the manager shows up, I want you to turn and walk away because you have no real fucking complaint. Yeah. This is an alley, a throughway, a public access, assumably, right? Public yes. access, yep. street, yep. road, et cetera. Yep. Are you fucking serious? I love Let that them- they said that I feel like it's dangerous and irritating. Yeah, like no, you can't you feel have like both of those. You you're just annoyed. You're just irritated <laughs> because you don't have control of the back alley. Because you don't get to play no ball hockey. Right. Because your husband left you. Honestly, like, let's ball For hockey. being dangerous and irritating. <laughs> I can't contribute any more to this other than shut the okay, fuck Okay, good, because I got nothing either. Thank you. On the list of dangerous and irritating alley activities <laughs> in Toronto... Hockey playing, lemonade selling, and wedding revelry. Revelry. Wedding revelry rank. Those L-Y words. I'm fucking L-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-
My six-year-old went to Cherry Beach with his best friend and his best friend's mom. She let the boys go swimming, even though there was a sign warning a risk of infection. And now my kid has swimmer's ear. When I brought it up, she said that the flags are just suggestions and that, quote, a little infection will put hair on his chest, unquote. I'm sorry, well, what? A little infection will put hair on his chest. Oh, my God. I was shocked. I no longer feel comfortable letting her supervise my son, but the boys are joined at the hip. What should I do? Adult supervision required. This one <laughs> is a little, a little bit funny. This one's hard for me a little bit. Also, he's six, so it's not like super funny. Um, so swimmer's ear to me is not an infection caused by bacteria. It's caused by... Water, water in the ear. In the ear. Right. That you can get in the shower. In or the tub. The like, pool. Yeah. yeah. So let's take that out of there. You're an asshole. A little infection will put hair on his chest. It's like, that's kind of funny. But I don't bit. know if swimmer's ear also encompasses some sort of an ear infection. So let me put that out there too. Yeah, I don't know either. So yeah. Um, so I'm going based on the assumption that swimmer's ear is just water in the water ear. Water in the and ear, Any right. type of swimming. And yes, the flags are, unless there's a lifeguard posted that's going to be like, get the fuck out of the water or a cop or some sort of official, the flags are a suggestion. Right. So I, I'm coming from the side of the parent where the other person could have just been like, I'm so sorry, it won't happen again. Like, I didn't mean for this to happen. It was a mistake. Like, I let him go. I let my son go or, right, son? Yeah. I let my son go in the water all the time with those flags up and nothing has happened, including this time. I didn't ex- anticipate that it would have happened to your son. I honestly, from the bottom of my heart, sorry, not, well, it's an infection. I'll put some hair on his chest. <laughs> maybe, maybe his balls will drop. <laughs> like that is the most asshole response. Maybe now he'll play some ball hockey. I don't care if the fir- like the parent writing the question is like irrational. It's just an asshole response. You know what I mean? It is. It's super insensitive. Yeah. So, Okay, fine. But like the kids are joined at the hip. Let me be on the other side of it. And they're negligent. I'm going to assume this is like a first strike thing. I think just setting some healthy boundaries in the parenting side of things. Mm -hmm. Like let the kid hang out with his friend a little bit. Not just because of an ear infection. That could have been a predisposition. Yeah, that's true. Kids, there's some kids that get ear infections when the wind blows. Yeah, I think you just need to kind of like sit back and give it another shot. You know, three strikes, you're out type of situation. I don't think this is something that put your kid's life in in danger. And it, even if it was something that potentially could have been deadly, it wasn't something that was intentional. It se- it's seemingly innocent to me. Yeah, because we're assuming that her son was also swimming with right. the other boy. So and it's not like she was like, David, you can't go in the water, but Timmy, do what you want. Right. Maybe David already had hair on his chest. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he does with his mom. <laughs> just gives no shit it's that shot eh. of bourbon eh. <laughs> he'll put some air on his chest yeah, that's all i got he don't need a doctor that's all i got I yeah have so else. yeah there's the parents that are like kids will be kids mm-hmm. and then there's the parents that are like tummy it's been 22 minutes you're two minutes late put it on some extra sunblock yeah and 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 you know you gotta wear your goggles when you swim in tim because your eyes are gonna burn later and what are you gonna do they're going to be all red. And and then what, Timmy? You're a Jewish mom from Queens. Right? Like, <laughs> if that's what you picked up, then yes. <laughs> I wasn't going first. You want specific. some bagel and schmear, Timmy? You want some- <laughs> <laughs> If 
for fuck's sake, Timmy. <laughs> what do I got to always tell you? <laughs> right? So, like, there's just different styles of parenting. I tend to be more the, like, well, I bet next time she ain't going to grab that friggin' hot drink off the shelf. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh. Versus, like, my whole house is completely padlocked, gated up, and, like, spill-proof that my child's just never, ever has a chance to hurt themselves. So I guess for me, it's like, I agree that like, that's, that's just kind of dickish. Like, eh, it'll put some hair on his chest. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, maybe they meant it kind of jokingly. Like it's your kid got water in his ear. Yeah. You know I what think, I mean? I like, think it's about oh my gauging God. the, like the, the scenario or like the, um, or your friendship. Ti- it's timing. Like, yeah. I don't, if it's still new. Yeah. You it's, know, it's just like gauging whether that's or not something it's I could say to you. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But if like, like if it was somebody from like my, my first kid's time school, watching your kid yeah. and I'm like, eh, it's fine. No big D. I'm literally so sorry. And like, there's nothing, there's not enough information, like nothing to substantiate. Like did this, this started before like the ear infection had like, you know, started progressing beforehand or yeah, whatever like it was. Yeah, like he's been having water in his ear for weeks now. Or like he's been complaining that his ear has been bothering him or you know, maybe that just the the plain fact that it had started beforehand, it's from something else entirely. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it just yeah. feels like petty. Yeah. This is I another agree. one of those shut the fuck ups. <laughs> Put a curtain in your window. <laughs> Karen. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't understand. Just stop it. Go play ball hockey. <laughs> With Karen. With Karen's. After Jeopardy's on, of we course. We got a lot of Karen's tonight. Yeah. Canada Karen's. Mm-hmm. Canadians, <laughs> you're an asshole. <laughs> like that eye contact. Canadians, Canadians. I'm gonna With read a the C. answer. <laughs> yes, capital C. <laughs> capital C. A capital Q. <laughs> Canadians. <laughs> Go on. Okay. Answer. Your parenting philosophies are clearly oceans apart, and you could argue ideology until your kids are finished university. Instead, bring the facts. At the next play date, gently but matter-of-factly let her know that those warnings are not kind of sort of suggestions. They indicate a high level of bacteria in the water, which can lead to a whole slew of nasty after effects, including diarrhea and, yes, swimmer's ear. If she doesn't get to the point, you can pull up the Toronto Public Health website on your phone for handy, if smug, visual aid. What the? (laughs) Introduce a simple rule for future playdates. If the health authorities say no, so do you. If she balks, well, you'll just have to start hosting the playdates yourself. Oh, hosting it yourself is an option. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? I didn't think of that. Like, how about you fucking babysit, Karen? You tell the boys when it's 85 degrees outside that they ain't going swimming. <laughs> That's fucking... I didn't... I didn't I'm so either. mad. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, I, 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 That's shut the fuck up also next time babysit. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Do it yourself. Watch your own kid. I can't fucking. That's really funny. That's horrible. Yeah. Also, I just 
disagree. Um, you can pull up the Toronto Public Health website on your phone. Like I, I feel like that was smug. Like I, I already like was... don't like you. So you pulling up a fucking website. Yeah. Like okay, cool. Yeah, I think that that's what. Um, like we're only friends because our, our kids are friends. But that's I think it. that's why our diplomat like said that. Like yeah, you could be that bitch that pulls up this information. But, like, that would make you a Karen. Yeah, good point. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, good point. It just felt like a smug response. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Biff, can you pick some, like, very obvious ones next time? <laughs> Every time I try, it's a huge fail. Fail. Like, I think it's going to be a cool question. And then he's like, well, I banged my mom a couple times. <laughs> it's always my mom. my dad. <laughs> And I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's always not, my mom. I did not see that coming. In your defense, we're always talking about someone <laughs> and their mom or stepmom or cousin or something. Uh, you know what? When it's my turn to pick questions, this is what you got. <laughs> so okay. skip every other episode. I don't know what to tell you. That's just, <laughs> I know at this point, yes. Uh, oh, my God. Well, that was an interesting series of questions. Goddamn Canada. Goddamn. Isn't there t-shirts that say I blame Canada? I Maybe. I blame Canada. I don't remember what for. I'm not a political person, so <laughs> forgive me if this was like horrendous to say, but. I can't say. I don't know why we're saying I blame Canada, but I just remember that being like a I think that was a South Park thing, to be honest with you. I blame Canada. Blame Canada. I thought that was, I love America. I don't know what that is. (laughs) I don't watch South Park either. I don't know. (laughs) And this is the end of our podcast. Yep. Um, Send us. Your questions, comments, all of your concerns, illadvisedpodcast at gmail.com. Or Facebook and Instagram at illadvisedthepodcast. We're going to get this right one day. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe A year not. later. Maybe not. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. You're wonderful. You're fantastic. Don't wax that mustache. It feels good when you kiss me. Or don't play ball hockey. <laughs> Drink the lemonade. <laughs> you been ill-advised.